Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Soap Dish Sale and Style. I am your host, Tony Ann, and joining me this week, I've got Ariet. Hey, Ariet, how you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. We have no news to discuss this week, mm-hmm. so it's just going to be a quick, rapid-fire story recap, knowing us and the way we do things. It was um, a slow week. It was a slow week, but not necessarily a bad week. Mm, it wasn't bad. It was just boring. It, it did very much feel like we were sort of letting, like, air was kind of coming out of the balloon, so to speak, because yeah. a lot of things were either being set up or, like, moving into a phase that I wasn't really happy with. But mm-hmm. overall, like, watching the show every day just did, like, I will say the hour went by very fast, and I watch on normal speed. Mm-hmm. But let us get a little bit more specific and jump in. We've got using intel from Lucas, Harris, and the Salem PD raid the bistro, but they don't find anything. Harris tries to get through to Ava, but Stefan stops him. And this was the part of this show that I'm like, yeah, I don't care. Yeah, same. But also, it's not realistic for them to just remove all like them when I say them I mean like Clyde and his people to remove all of the drugs so quickly no I mean true however realism and Clyde Weston have never been a thing so we just kind of have to roll our eyes and pretend we're not smart which we have to do every single week but hey no I just yeah no I rolled my eyes big time at that but the other thing that had me rolling my eyes is like Ava and Harris are having this big scene in the back of the restaurant and I'm like and while it was a very well acted scene because Tamaron and Steve Burton act very well together it was a matter of y'all have gone on they are not that couple they are not that couple they are not that couple why are we wasting time like I love Ava I do. I don't mind Harris. I know people are going to throw tomatoes at me, but I don't mind him. However, they're not that couple. Why are we, we have couples on the show who are not being invested in. Why are we wasting time with this? The thing is, you had one date and three kisses. Y'all were barely even a couple and and you're having this angsty moment. having this angsty moment that absolutely was not earned and even if it was earned I promise you we do not care mm-hmm. because like you said Harris is not a bad character but it is very clear that they're trying to make him they're trying to give him more than he deserves at this point they're trying to make him a star when he should be supporting Yeah, he aired Four out of five days last week, and I do not even think I'm exaggerating. Wow. Yeah, it did feel like, thinking back, it did feel like he was on a lot last week. And I'm kind of over the way they're using him. I don't mind him. Like I said, I don't. That's just the truth. But stop trying to make Fetch happen. It's not going to happen with Harris and Ava. It really is not because I'm sorry, I am more intrigued. I'll be honest, I'm more intrigued with the Stefan Ava dynamic because for me, 
that has a little bit more story potential with Gabby still in jail and rumored to be coming with a new face imminently. Then you've also got the whole Stefan Jacob at all. Mm. So it's like that has more story potential than trying to pair her with her former co-star on a different show. Yeah. But also, I don't know if I'm feeling Stefan right now. But okay, are we supposed to be rooting for Stefan or are they letting Stefan be the bad guy he was always supposed to be? I don't think he's like completely the bad guy. Like they're that he used to be. Um, but I don't know. And it just like the way he stormed in and like interrupted their close moment almost oh, kiss. God, that, that was just weird. Cr- that felt very cringy and like the way he grabbed her and like dragged her off mm-hmm. it's like oh man that just that just hit a major ick for me i'm not even gonna lie i was like nope i am not about this yeah so i i don't know i don't think they have found what works for stephanie yet and since they've made him he should be like he should be working within his family and I'm not saying he doesn't, but they've made him very ship contained. So when Gabby isn't there, he kind of falls apart, whereas he shouldn't. And they've kind of taken away the shares. Thank you, Lord. I'm not asking for y'all to take it back. But I'm just saying, like, he kind of falls apart because they there haven't. Are... <sighs> Honestly, where where they have gone wrong with Stefan is exclusively making him a Demera. Mm. They never really play into his Alamein side. Yeah. Like he could have been exiled from the Demeras, you know, when EJ got his, you know, when EJ when EJ got control of DE back. And then he said, okay, well, screw y'all. I'll just go over here and resurrect Alamein Industries. And then we have a competition that way, especially now with Victor being gone and the, and the Demera Kyriakis feud isn't really going to be a thing anymore. They very easily could have created another feud for the next generation and it would have been great. Yeah, I agree. Also, I do think where they're at worked for them, like EJ being like the DA and... I guess Stefan running the bistro. Um, it works. I don't mind what they're doing what business-wise. I just character-wise, I don't know. I, I don't think they found it for Stefan yet. So the they, whole they thing they finally found it with EJ in mm-hmm. terms of him. I think we discussed this last week, going yeah. after Tate. Like they they finally circled back into a way of finding, you know finding EJ and I think that's only going to be a preview of what we get when the full baby bomb drops later in the year yeah but Stefan Stefan never really has Stefan has never been a character who has been on his own no because he came in he was immediately fascinated with Abigail which that then morphed into Gabby and then he died. Yeah. So uh, when he resurrected, he went from 
being about Gabby to being about Chloe to being back about Gabby. He, we, we don't really know a Stefan who doesn't have a woman at the center of his heart. Mm-hmm. So I think in that sense, it kind of makes sense that they don't really know who Stefan is because they've never had to write a single Stefan before. True. That is a good point. But overall, this story, while I don't mind the characters in them, I their whole thing is meh. Yeah, that this whole aspect of the story is the one part of the story that is not yeah. clicking for me. I allow its existence because of the other umbrella aspects that have come out of it. Mm-hmm. But they could have kept all of this. Yeah. Shall we move on? Let us move on to what was honestly the most fun part of the week for me. Eric and Sloan have a disastrous dinner with John and Marlena, and it was hilarious. I honestly expected her to like say something about John and Marlena having an affair. I was waiting for it. I was, yeah, I was not expecting her to step in it in the point where, um, they actually we actually got a dj mention which kudos that we actually got mm-hmm. like a second dj mention in less than a month i love that because like we never we, we never get mentions of that kind of history um so the strike writers are working in our favor there but this this whole meal like more of this more of these family meals that are rife with tension that are just there's so much bubbling under the surface and it is just so very entertaining. It was. Because John and Eric have no idea what's going on. Marlene is completely confused. Sloan is making an idiot out of herself. Mm-hmm. And kudos to the Sloan-Nicole um, scenes in, in the Monday episode. Yeah. Which kind, which kind of teed Sloan up for this. Mm-hmm. Now, Nicole said, have a drink, but Sloan heard, let me drink the bottle. <laughs> I did like what Nicole said and like she mentioned Sammy and you could tell she still don't does not like her and th- I found that like her reaction spot on it was just funny yeah when she said Mar- Marlena is a real human so if you treat her as such I promise you she's not very intimidating and it's mm-hmm. it's interesting because Nicole Nicole for a long time was in the place that Sloan is in now. Mm-hmm. And we've seen and we've seen Nicole get to the other side of that. Sloan will never get there because everything she's done will ensure that she doesn't get there. Mm-hmm. Um it was, man, it was so good. It was fun. I enjoyed it. And she's an entertaining drunk. <laughs> I'm trying to remember what else she said, but I, I was waiting for that moment. Like I was like she should have said something to make it even worse. Then she's like, "You, you don't have a sense of humor. You don't know how to laugh." And I'm just like, "Oh God!" <laughs> and then th- there was one point where she said, "You guys," and I'm like, "Oh God!" Deidre must have cringed inwardly because you know she hates that. Mm. <laughs> I was waiting for her also to accidentally spell the truth, but I was like, "Nah." They're going to drag it out at least four more months because when he was putting her to bed while um, John and Marlena were out with, uh, what's his name? Uh, Jude. I was going to say Jude, blanket because yes. 
so Twitter calls him blanket because we only see him. In, we only see the blanket that looks like a blanket with no fake yeah, baby inside. Um, it looks like he's holding a bag of flour rather than a baby. Yeah. But while they were outside, she was about to tell him something. And then Jarma Malena came back after finding out about Tate. So he turned like he said something and he turned to Sloan and she had fallen asleep. I was like, oh, that old school tease of I've got to tell you something. And then the person falls asleep. Also, I love that we actually got a John and Marlena scene with their newest great grandchild, with yeah. their newest grandchild. Like, because up until that point, John had hadn't even seen the baby. We've gotten plenty of scenes with Marlena, but John had not even seen the baby. So that was just so cute. And I love, I love seeing John and Marlena in the supportive family era that they that both actors have wanted to be in for so long mm-hmm. also like, i i love those little tidbits like i said i don't i'm not really invested in the baby story itself and i've said that for mon- months but i love those like hints they're giving or not hints but like like they're having ca- they're having characters say like like for instance, either John or Marlena said like he looks like I think it was Marlena. It was Marlena who said that he looked like Eric when he smiles. Yeah. That was like that. I like those kind of moments uh, I love it within too. that story. I think Roman said something too when when the baby first got home, right? Mm-hmm. He did. Something about the baby's smile when he was when Eric's Eric was born. Or something like that. Maybe not the smile, but... I'm waiting for Jude to have the same kind of heart defect that Eric had when he was a baby. Mm, he might. That That's what I'm waiting for. Hmm. Interesting if that happens. I don't know how we're going to get the truth out, but it's coming out soon, and please... I have to imagine it's already been filmed because the Twitter streets are saying that they don't think Jessica is filming at days anymore. I don't think so either. So everything must be out in what's already been filmed, which means we only have a few more months. Yeah, I hope so. Do we have anything else we want to add on this uh, disastrously wonderful family dinner? Nope. All right, so we move on to Tate gets sent to a juvenile rehab facility. Only downside is no communication for a month. Teresa does not handle this well and gets high. Brady and Alex find her. Alex is a little insecure about Brady, especially after seeing them kiss. I was not expecting Teresa to get high. Me neither. I was like, wow, they actually had her getting high. I, I was thinking maybe she's somewhere just hiding out because she's having a breakdown. But her actually getting high, that shocked me. And I didn't hate it. I, uh, I liked it. And, and it, 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 did some, it did something really kind of interesting. It really kind of showed Brady and Teresa's dynamic mm-hmm. and like how they can potentially work. 
and it, it subtly showed that Alex was feeling very insecure about it mm -hmm. which I really kind of liked that they're subtly building that triangle without hitting us in the face yeah I'm kind of not feeling this quote-unquote triangle because a I feel like Brady has been I don't know everywhere in terms of like uh, love interests these last few years that I'm kind of over it. I don't I don't feel about Brady one way or the other right now. Um, but it, I'm I don't know. I'm not I'm not really interested in seeing a triangle. That's just my personal take. I would rather when it comes to Alex. I would rather see the family dynamic because they keep having him say Justin that Justin that. Yeah, no, like I, I definitely agree there. They 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 need to sort of play more into but that. I will, but the, I, I will say, um, I do like they that they've kind of moved away from the Constantine stuff with um Teresa. Yes, which is going to make us inevitably circling back to it for the reveal that much worse when we get there. Mm hmm. Oh, that's going to suck so bad. Yep. Um, and I, I, I do, I, I like also that Alex and Maggie talked. That Alex is kind of admitting that he's Yeah, that's a scene I actually enjoyed. Go ahead. <laughs> Sorry. No, 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 that's really fine. That Alex, like, instead of pretending that the insecurity isn't there, he owned it up front. He's like, I don't know what to do here. How do I help her? And that Maggie was actually there for her. Maggie actually felt like Maggie, mm -hmm. which in a lot of their interactions, she hasn't. I agree. It did feel like a genuine con conversation between them. And I did like his like questions because he's never had to deal with anyone being high and trying to like stay away from drugs or alcohol and he was like what do I do how do I approach this and he was like I'm not gonna drink and yeah that was a really decent conversation honestly I I think it was one of the most interesting conversations I I, I had seen this this week I liked it yeah, it, it was really good. Like I was, like I said, I was not expecting them to go this route with Teresa, but I didn't mind it. Um, and I have to say, this is this is going to sound insane, but Emily did a really good job playing high. I agree. I thought she did a really good job, and I actually liked how they did her makeup, or lack thereof, I guess. Because she really looked like she was coming off of it. And like, yeah. she, it looked good, really good. And I like that it wasn't an instant, like, snap of the fingers and she's instantly back and she's regretting it. It mm -hmm. was a slow come down. Mm -hmm. Which which I, I think was really nice. And at least, in a sense, the Brady and Teresa kiss that we knew was coming made way more sense when it actually happened than when we saw it in the promo. Yeah, I agree. 
I was like, oh no, not a Therese and Brady kiss again, like, or not again, but like, not, not an, I don't know. I just, I feel like Brady has been ping pong between women that I was kind of over it. But she did, uh, Teresa did kiss him earlier last year, right? Yeah, no, but that was Jen. But that, yeah. Yeah, that with Jen. But with it, Jen it, when she first came in. Yeah. It still happened. So I wasn't dreaming. No, yeah, no, that happened. Yeah. And he very much was like, yeah, no, we're not doing this. But this time it's. It made sense time. as to why it led to a kiss. But when I saw the promo, I was like, this. Mm. Okay, I guess. But I'm not saying yeah. I didn't mind. Like, I'm not saying I was like, oh, yeah, this is so good. But I get what, why she kissed him. Or yeah. Why they kissed, basically. It makes way more sense in context now. Yeah. And I know a pub, I saw a couple people questioning on Twitter why. Teresa would have this moment now that she knows that like Tate is going to be okay and I think the thing that pushed her was the fact that she can't talk to him for a month yeah because even though he was in Statesville and or whatever prison he was in she could at least go see him and also like I feel like this is taking a toll on her because she was the one who was like directly raising him wasn't she yeah yeah, no, she she had she had the most hands-on yeah parenting time. So yeah. So being away from him, I think it's gonna like it, it naturally does a lot to her. I'm not saying it's it's not gonna affect Brady either, because it is, but she was there like every single day. So exactly. being that time away. Be, it could also be bringing up a lot for her in terms yeah. of the time she was gone with El Fideo too. Because yeah. that was the last time they were really separated for any length of time. Yeah. So, um, it's it didn't it didn't ring untrue for me. It made complete sense why she would have this moment now. Mm-hmm. Um, but is there anything else you want to say on this particular story? I think we basically covered everything. I don't have anything else. All right. So then we've got Holly and Nicole say their goodbyes as they prepare to go to Italy for Holly's treatment. I hate that they're leaving. Mm. I don't think they're gone for too long. No, no. They're only gone, I think, maybe for like a month. But I will say the timing of this exit is very suspect. Mm. Because I don't know if if you happen to notice it on the timeline, but a few different people were talking about that this would have been written, this exit would have been written right in the heart of the initial investigation. Yeah, I saw it on Twitter. Just like and and knowing how vocal Aria was when everything became public, if she was being punished for her for that by being written out, that just does not sit well with me. I get that. Um, I saw it on the timeline. Like some people were uh, talking about it. So I've been aware. Um, It kind of made it hard for me to like really fully enjoy because I'm like, oh God. But at least we know she comes back. That's the only saving grace. Like if this was actually a permanent exit, I think I would be a lot angrier. 
Mm. But she does come back. Yeah. I mean, I had a feeling she would have come back either way. So, but as far as the scenes go, um, it felt kind of random that Eric just popped up there. Well, no, because Eric's been there. So I know, but like, I was like, oh, it started with, it started the episode with him. I was like, oh. But um, it was fine. Their scenes were fine. I liked. Um, I didn't really care about the Daniel mentions. I'm gonna be honest. And Summer, Lord. Um, yeah, we, we like to pretend that didn't happen. I don't. I, that conversation. I don't know. Um, I did like. There was something Nicole said when Aja, her, and. I think Eric had left at the po- that point because they wanted time alone. Um, and she said when she she was a fussy baby when she was little. And I would beg for her to close her eyes and now yes, I'm just begging now, for her to open them again. Yeah. Oh, I was like, oh, got me right in the fe- right in the field. That made like, me right. Oh, that made me so sad. The one thing I'm going to request too is once Holly is back and awake, can we get some Maggie and Holly scenes one on one with her actually conscious and able to enjoy them? Mm. Yeah, I would like that. So I just it, it also saddens me that like Tate, Holly, and Nicole are leaving mm. when they th- that part of the whole story was arguably the best part of the whole drug story and now it's going to be gone for I don't even know how long. Yeah, I agree. Because, like, as much as I love Lucas, the Harris, Ava of it all, not hitting for me. Mm-hmm. I just... Let's just hope that this is... We know it's a very brief exit, but let's just hope that it goes on very quickly. Mm-hmm. So... Shall we move into another news? Let's go. All right. We have Salem celebrates Martin Luther King Day. Johnny and Chanel get engaged. Xander and Sarah unpack her stuff. Lucas is beaten in prison. Paulina awaits her test results. And Everett has dinner with Stephanie's family. Where do we want to go? Um, you missed one. No, oh, what did I miss? The whole pawn stuff. Oh, yeah. Okay, I meant to put that in there. Um, yeah, and we got confirmation that Constantine definitely wants to know who the pawn is. And we have even more confirmation that Steve is definitely hiding something in regards to that time. So I'm kind of curious where that goes. I'm not. <laughs> I hate that story. <coughs> I don't know what to pick from another news. Um, <laughs> you go first. Well, okay, why don't why don't we just say a little bit about everything because it's just us and we have the time. Yeah. So starting with Salem celebrates MLK Day. What did we think? Here's what I think. These can talk to talk, but can they walk to walk? you get what I'm saying? Yeah, no, definitely. Because I, I get I get having, like, important episodes. 
but it but felt it felt it feels ingenuine is that a word yeah, I, I think you mean disingenuous disingenuous <laughs> my new like <laughs> i always make up words here disingenuous thank you um you're welcome Like, there's several Black characters on the show. Like, for instance, like, let's talk about Chanel. Where is her story? Y'all, I'm, I'm getting tired of, like, them doing this and not, like, basically talking the talk but never walking the walk. Never yeah, really if, investing. If they're, if they're not going to write this write stories for their characters of color they need to not use them for very special after special type like it just it doesn't work because while I enjoyed getting interactions with Jada and Talia because I really not Talia uh, Jada and Chanel Laura good good word they talked about Talia so that's why I was confused but like getting getting those interactions are great and and even with like johnny and wraith and like getting all of these character interactions that we never see on a regular basis was great why did it have to be in service of celebrating martin luther king day like we could get these kind of interactions and these kind of conversations regularly without there needing to be a special episode behind it and i guarantee you it would hit a lot better than this did yeah, it it felt very preachy, and I don't mind preachy, but also I feel like the way they're approaching black characters and people of color just feel makes this feel hollow. Like, what was the point? That's how it. It, it literally feels like they did this because they have a black woman for a mayor in Salem, and you can't even say it's because they have a black mayor because Abe was a. Ma- Abe was mayor for two decades and they have never once acknowledged Martin Luther King. Exactly. So this felt weird. Now, granted, the episode was nowhere near as offensive as I thought it was going to be. Mm. Because I saw those spoilers for that episode and every part of my body cringed because I was just like, oh no. The episode itself was fine. It's just the way they approach um, these yeah. important days and holidays, and when when you when you acknowledge you have black people or characters of color on your cast on holidays only, and do nothing in between the holidays to actually show that they matter, mm-hmm. the holiday representation ain't gonna mean shit. That part. So, like. They should not do this if they're not going to invest. That's that's the basic point. Yeah. Here. Also, the show does not do social stories where, uh, well at all. But, like, I'm just getting frustrated with how they're brushing off um, black, black characters or people of color for these specific days. And then every other 364 days of the year, or 200 of those that airs, um, they're not invested in, or they get just one story, if they even get that. Like, where is um, the story for Abe's amnesia? 
Granted, the vets have been all over the place, but again, why he... Listen, I love them. I We're heading into listen. him having amnesia for almost, like, this storyline kicked off, like, in, in the, the spring. spring. And it's, like, it's gone on way too long. And listen, I love Paulina and Chanel, but that's not Abe's entire life. Like, you get what I'm saying? I kind of wish he still was his own character. Yeah, and, and honestly, that the islanding of Abe kind of predates the amnesia because they started doing that the second Paulina came to town. Yeah. And I love them. But also, I love Abe, who he is as a carver, his own family. I love the blended family. Y'all, you know I, how much I love the blended car, carver price grand family. But also, like, Abe has been here 40 years. 40 plus years. Y'all have never celebrated Martin Luther King Day once. So. It, it felt very odd. Mm. Um, something else that didn't quite hit the way that it was supposed to. Johnny and Chanel getting oh, aged. That was. That was. Okay. Um, I, have, I have multiple issues with this. But I'm going to start with the ring. Who decided that Stefano's ring should be the placeholder engagement ring? What about Stefano Demera says romance? Please tell me like I'm two. I mean, no. I mean, forgetting the fact that I don't even think Stefano was alive at the time that Johnny graduated high school to be able to get the ring. So supposedly, Johnny graduated in 2018, apparently. Okay. According to some I've talked to. Yeah. And Stefano was supposed to, like, he was on the run. or Stefano was on the run in search of a new body because he was currently dying. You expect me to believe he FedExed his son a graduation ring? This is so absurd. And it's this is not good. I mean, congrats to their fans, but yeah. I've not been feeling them for a while. I it's because they don't knew. have a story. Mm-hmm. They don't and like and even their engagement, okay, you make it about not wanting to waste time after what happened to Holly. Well, your original reconnection happened when you were setting up your grandparents' final moment of romance before she died. You could have taken it all the way back there. Um, you per- it, to me, personally, it does not feel earned. And it's, it's because, A, the v- investment isn't there. But also, like, I just don't find them interesting. Johnny does absolutely nothing for me. He has no fucking personality. And while I've said for a while that um, Chanel does have a personality, it kind of gets uh, put in the background now, and it's more focused on Paulina. And I feel like they're approaching um, Chanel in a weird way because her story shouldn't be just centered around what her mom is going through no but, but she's rather never, 
but she has never been exactly. the center of her own story. And that exactly. has been our complaint. Exactly. I was talking with someone on the timeline, like Chanel has never been the focus or center in her own story. She's always been sidelined. But <sighs> like, I, I do see- Chanel what- had more of a central focus when it was Precious in the role. Yeah. And I hate to say that because I love Raven, but it's like they don't they fumbled the bag. Yeah. Because they had in my opinion one of like their new leads for the younger generation. Um they had such a good setup with Chanel being in the middle of the triangle between two twins two siblings that was like a good really good setup that could have lasted them only years they fucked it up and then they never managed to build johnny and chanel properly back up again because all of their moment because and honestly that that's been an issue with them all the way going back to the, the first go-round because they got together and then they were immediately rushed off screen and came back married and they quickly imploded. Yeah. Granted, we had zero time with them at all. Granted, they were a fast grown ship initially. Because that's how they worked. That's how they were built, like, in 2021. They were a fast grown ship. But the moment you hit the point of them being married... People needed to see how they were as a couple before you dropped them. And we kind of did not see a lot, or actually we did not see much, because they were shipped off, came back, and then imploded. And then fast forward a year later, they had a whole bunch of stuff. Was it a year? Two years? Basically, yeah. I mean, almost two now <laughs> at this point. Yeah. But like, and, and with Johnny... They could have used the fact that he was aimless post-possession. That could have been his story. Like, his entire life as he knew it was upended from him because he was possessed by the devil. Mm -hmm. So him trying to figure out who he is because everything he knew about himself was gone and he had no control over it, that was story gold and they have never tapped into it. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just I'm I'm not feeling them, and I still Johnny not being a what was it movie producer? No, movie maker, director. director. Thank you. That was weird. Like he said, like I want to do something that matters. I mean, movie. Yeah, yeah. and. And that, that is a career that does matter to a lot of people mm-hmm. because art matters. Exactly. So that was weird. I would... And I'm glad Chanel basically pointed that out. Like, I'm okay with Johnny looking to find another career path. What if, what if he segues directing into photography and he and Eric work together? Or, yeah, or like, yeah. Okay, okay. I was getting what you're saying just now. Um, yeah, that would make sense. Like, he can make documentaries. He can do something other than having no personality and no job. I mean, heck, he could be, he could be, like, uh, listen, make him, a, make him a cameraman at the local news station and have him 
running around Salem getting local news stories. Yeah. Like there are things you can do. You just have to do them. Yeah. And it's not hard. Honestly, you could be like the one whenever Paulina has to have like, um, what do you call it? Press conference or something. And it's in the Horton Town Square. He can be there filming it. It's not hard. Um, I think him finding him. I mean, it makes sense finally that he realized that he's a loser and needs a job because you cannot be a loser with no personality and have no job because pick a fucking struggle. So I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad he realized that. Um, but again. I felt like he could have still been a film director, movie director. And I, what else do we have about Johnny and Chanel? That's it about Johnny and Chanel. I want to move into the Xander and Sarah stuff because on, I, they, I, know, I know you, you, it, you probably completely disconnected for you. Me, however, I loved this so much. And I don't know if I'm still on a high from having met Paul and Lindsay on Zoom, but I just loved every bit of these scenes. I love the fact that, yes, we broke Xander and Sarah down horribly. Like that that destruction was ugly. It was mean. It was unnecessary. But we're actually getting to see the build back, which we never get. And I am loving it. The chemistry is working for me. It is like, oh, I was just swooning it every single moment. It was so good. Like, this is the kind of stuff that I want for them. This is the kind of stuff that can make me root for them long term. And your silence tells me you don't agree at all. I don't. <laughs> well, I don't. Do you want me to go off? No, if you wish. Hey, I got my time. Your turn. Go ahead. I'm trying to think what happened. Okay, so they were unpacking their stuff. This is not their... Um, if I was writing, they would not be this. They would not have this dynamic. It's just... It does not click for them. And plus, I don't see the chemistry. But it does not click for them. It just does not. I would like, what would you do? I would still have him be maybe not a villain because then he would have to be shipped on and off. But that would make sense for him as a character. However, he should still have his edge. He should still be a bad guy. with Or like a great character. I don't know. The route they've taken him on makes no sense. And I, I will give Sarah this. She's toned down a lot. I just don't buy their love. I just don't buy their story. I don't think they've... They've been through a whole lot. Like, they've always thrown angst at them. But the build back does never, has never felt, felt earned to me. Does that make sense? It does. I don't agree, but it makes sense. I don't think they, they properly build them back because they've never properly built them as a couple. So I'm not feeling what I'm supposed to feel. But hey, 
that's just me. But uh, let's move into Lucas being beaten in prison. I think we, I think Stevie Wonder could see this coming. <laughs> yeah, and I, I, I will say I love Kate being in helicopter mom. mom yes, especially with it. Lucas because she's the mm-hmm. one. He, she, he's the one. She's the most helicoptery with. Mm-hmm. So it, and she it, used it, to be it, with like Philip as well. I think. Yeah. Yeah. But more so, I think more so um, with Lucas. With Lucas, it's just it, it does kind of elicit certain warm and fuzzy mm-hmm. feelings. But also, okay, while we're on the topic of Lucas, I don't know who it was, but somebody posted a screenshot of the timeline of Lucas going undercover as a priest. I remember seeing what, what was that with the promo? Yeah, it was. It was. I think it was part of the Day of Days promo or like yeah. one of their like bigger year ending promos. And I, I, one, I don't even remember seeing it in the million times that I've watched that promo. And two, I'm like, okay, so clearly he's going to get, uh, we knew, but he's going to get out of jail at least temporarily. Yeah. I just want to know what playing a priest, how, where that fits in. I remember seeing him play a priest. Or maybe it was. It was. Hmm. He was wearing a priest collar in the picture. Yeah, that's true. Hmm. But someone was outside his door, right? Or he, or he, yeah, or somebody was like knocking on the door. I'm not exactly sure, but I'm, I'm definitely very, uh, very curious. Um, I, I promise you, I don't care about Harris and Clyde. I don't care about Clyde. Same. The only good thing that could possibly come out of this whole thing is that maybe we get Clyde gone permanently. Please. Please. I've only been begging for this for a decade. Like, please finally grant me my wish. Okay, so he, no, actually, he looks like he has, like, you know, the outfits monks have on? Oh, okay, yeah. It's kind of like a cloak type of thing, like a brown. Is it called yeah, a maybe. cloak? Yeah, 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 yeah. And someone might be under, they might be undercover at a monastery. Yeah, because he has does have a crucifix on. But who's the one with the hat? Because I just I looked at the promo. Tell. I couldn't tell. It looks like Ava's here. It could be. Because Brian did Brian did say that she he was he does work with Tamara, and so far that hasn't happened yet. Mm, yeah. So we must we must have that to look forward to. I guess. And then we have Paulina awaiting her test results. I just I'm I'm ready to move into the next phase of whatever this story is. Yeah. Whether she has cancer or doesn't, can we at least treat her cough? Please. Because I am so tired of hearing her cough her way through every scene. It is. It is distracting. It is low-key triggering. It's just, it's not, it is not a fun time. Mm. I agree. And then, okay. Last one. Yeah, let's, let's dive into this for a second because I have many questions. Everett has dinner with Stephanie's family and um, what is their timeline? What is their timeline? Because we got part of his history with Jada during the Martin Luther King episode. Mm-hmm. Apparently her family, including 
her father, who was still alive at this time, and her mother did not approve of her marrying a white Jewish man. Mm -hmm. And we know that all of that took place when she was still in uniform before she became a detective. But now we find out that Steve and Kayla never even knew that Everett existed. Despite having both seen her in Seattle. Which, okay, I, I can kind of say, okay, I understand if like she's living living away from home. She's not necessarily mentioning any relationships that's, that she's in until she has a ring on. Mm. I can understand that. My my mom basically did that when she left home. So I get that. But their timeline does not make sense. Because as we have heard ad nauseum since she came to town, Everett is the guy who ghosted her. Mm-hmm. And the timeline of that ghosting does not match up with any of the history that they have. Because if I remember correctly, she was basically acting like they were only together for like maybe a year when the ghosting took place. Mm. And the ghosting did not, to my knowledge, did not seem to take place too far in the in the past from when she came to Salem because she was apparently still butthurt over it which is why Mm. she wasn't attaching to Alex. Mm. So for all of that to be true, how can you then have all of this other history? Like they've apparently spent multiple holidays together. Yeah. Okay. I was like, I was so confused, but now that you say it, because when they went to visit Stephanie in Seattle and Joey, they had not planned this like back in 2021 during the, beyond Salem stuff, right? Right. Yeah, it does not make sense. At least, I don't know. I don't know. No. It does not click for me. Now, maybe it'll make more sense once Jada and Everett see each other and we get a fuller picture on their history. But as of right now, the pieces of the puzzle are just not clicking. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's it, it takes me out of the story every single time. Yeah. Because I'm just like, this This. This makes no sense. This is just, this does not compute. This makes no sense. I am very much confusion. Same. Makes no sense at all. I'm so confused. And I'm so not in, uh, invested at, in the story at all because I do not care about Everett. I do not care about Stephanie. It's just whatever. And then add on Trip and Wendy. Oh, yeah. I forgot to add them in, into this because literally all they did was um, have sex. And I'm just like, they are apparently making up for all of Trip's lost time with all of the girls who didn't choose him by giving him every love scene he's missed over the last seven years. Good for him, I guess. It's just, I don't know what the fuck they've done to Wendy, but uh, she's so boring right now. Mm-mm. It's it's not it's not fun. And I yeah. loved Wendy when she first came to town, and it just they have watered her down so much. So much she was. I just ugh. I don't know. It makes no sense. But now we can move into our praise or shade segment. Are we praising or sh- are you praising or shading, Ariane? I have nothing, Tony, this week. 
Okay. I will I will praise. Oh God. I don't know what I want to praise. I have a few different things. I think I'm going to praise Emily O'Brien because she is finally clicking for me as Teresa. It took a minute, but honestly and truly, this whole thing with Tate and and to and getting to see Teresa as a parent and Teresa dealing with everything, it's making it's making Emily click for me to the point that I have questioned multiple times if Jen Lily were still in the role, could I buy her doing these same things? And my answer to that is honestly no. So for me, Emily O'Brien is Teresa now. And the circumstances mm. by which she became Teresa was not easy for anyone. So for her to be able to achieve that this quickly, I feel like it needs to be recognized and celebrated. So I am praising Emily O'Brien. Do you have any final thoughts? Mm. These should be entertaining again because I was kind of bored this week. I'm not going to lie. It had its good moments, but I don't know. It just it was slow. Yeah, it, it does kind of feel like we've kind of been on a high since New Year's Eve when the drug, when like Holly's overdose started. But this whole week kind of felt like we were coming down. Yeah. And I'm ready to kind of amp back up again. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I'm I'm ready for the piece to pick up, the stories to pick up, because I'm kind of over here like eh, falling asleep. It's not like, oh my gosh, shit is terrible, but pick up the piece. When when you see how good it can be, you want it to be that good all the time. So when you see yeah. it kind of dip a little bit, it's like, no, no, don't go back. Let's exactly stay where we were. That part. That's my final thought. I don't think I have anything else. Like I, and, I tried to find something like good or bad to say about this week, but I got nothing. Hey, if you don't have a shade, that's a good thing because you can <laughs> always find something to shade. Yeah. True. So we're not quite at the point of praise yet, but we are we are at the point where you're not shading. So that yeah. that is progress in its own right. Growth, I guess. Anyway, uh, well. <laughs> That was fast. That was pretty much that was that's pretty much it for the week. So we will see y'all next week. Bye everybody. Bye.